0: welcome to kingdom mothers rise up where i encourage and equip you to heal your heart and renew your mind so you can live the fully abundant life jesus promised you let's go it's time to move welcome to this episode of the kingdom mothers rise up podcast i'm excited to have with me to with me today abby feldkamp She's an author of an amazing new book that I want to talk about today, and she also raises roses, which just astounds me. Um, She lives in Minnesota with her husband and her three kids and just farming and creating this book born out of the whole COVID craziness, and so I'm just really excited to hear from you today, Abby. Welcome.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, so what's the name of your book first?
1: So it's titled Wonderful, Marvelous, Magnificent You.
0: And this is for littles, right?
1: Yes. Yep. It's a board book.
0: Tell me the story of like, where did this book come from?
1: The book was kind of born from two ideas. The first was um, the pandemic. I have three kids of my own. So um, they really struggled through everything. Um, you know, they started to feel isolated, and they weren't getting those positive interac- interactions with their peers because they weren't going to school, and um, they were struggling on, with online school, and everything was just seemed to be very heavy, and um, I just just noticed. My husband is also a teacher and he noticed the same thing like with his students. So just overall, it seemed just everybody was struggling. And I, um, the idea was kind of born from, from that. Like I knew I needed to write something that was um, uplifting and showed how resilient kids are and can be. And that no matter what they're going through, like who they are, what their abilities are, that they're loved by Jesus And, you know, loved by us as parents and that, you know, they're just amazing. Mm -hmm. And the second part of that or the second part of um, where the story came from really stemmed from um, reading with my youngest daughter. I think she was like four at the time. And, you know, as a mother, a Christian mother, um, I want nothing more than for my kids to know and love Jesus. Right. Like that's the legacy I want to leave for them. Um, but as my kids were really little, I, I kind of struggled finding the right tools that kind of would engage them. So, um, I was reading, I'm laughing because I was sitting down with my, I think she was four at the time, uh, my four-year-old daughter. And I was reading, um, the Bible. I just grabbed the kid's Bible and we were reading a Bible story and she stopped me and she was like, mommy, I don't want to read the story about old people in robes. <laughs> and I was just like... <laughs> it really took me back because like I had never thought about it that way and I was like oh like yeah like I understand what you're saying like you're not really relating to this um Mm -hmm. and I want to stop right there and say um do I think the bible is important for kids absolutely do I still read the bible to kids absolutely but I find that my kids in general or in My kids, in like specifically, needed to be just a little bit older before they would really understand the importance and the weight of it and really want to learn those stories. So, Mm -hmm. I kind of knew there was a little bit of a hole in the market where the in between age needed something where they could open up a book, see themselves in it in like you know more of a modern setting with Jesus and say, Yes, I want to read that, I want to learn more. So, it kind of became A tool for mothers to use with like younger ages where they really want to pay attention and look forward and look forward to and read the story.
0: Yeah, I love that. That is so, you know, got out of the mouths of babes. (laughs) Like, no, this is what I like. I don't know anybody that looks like that. Why?
1: (laughs) Right. Or dresses like that. Or, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just. It yeah. really, I never thought about it that way though. And it that is what told me right there is that there's a need for this because mm-hmm. this is coming straight from the mouth of a child and, you know, y- you yeah. know, getting kids to do anything that they're not interested in is like pulling teeth. So I knew I needed something that where I could actually engage them and captivate them. And that's where the illustrations kind of came into play.
0: Yeah. And I took a look at it on your website and the illustrations are beautiful and very engaging and Thank you.
1: I that That's all my illustrator, not me.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. You had an illustrator. I mean, I, well, they did a great yeah. job.
1: Yes. I dreamed up, we storyboarded together and I said, this is what, this is my vision. This is what I want it to look like. And she did such a good job bringing it to life.
0: Yeah, that's great. It's so fun to see, like God wants to be relevant. He is relevant. Right. So to take... And like, yeah, Jesus wants to be part of your life. Like this is an example of what that looks like instead of, yeah, the old model of like, put yourself back in the Bible stories. Kids can actually do that, like you were saying, until they're older because their mind just doesn't work that way. They don't have the thinking capacity to put themselves in those stories, actually. Right. Right. So bringing Jesus into their day is just such a cool idea.
1: Thank you. Yeah. It was a it was really a fun project to work on.
0: <laughs> what's more of your story? Like you obviously have this passion for your kids to know Jesus. Like what what's your story with Jesus?
1: Yeah, so I grew up in, you know, a faith-filled home, but I I say that's like kind of a blessing and a curse because I was just kind of expected to have faith, you know? And it wasn't until um probably college where it really I really came into my own, stepped into my own faith. And um, I remember kind of being envious of people that would like get signs from God or like, you know, speak to, to Jesus and, you know, really feel inspired. And I just started praying that I just basically said, Lord, whatever your will for my life is just that that's what I want. Like, please just, I will do whatever you want. I want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Just lead the way, you know, I will do whatever, and um, eventually I started getting this um kind of like a, it felt like a calling, but it was like I would wake up and and have the inspiration to write us like a book. And I definitely did not feel qualified. So mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of like just kind of pushed it aside. And then he kept sending me these messages and I was like, okay, I hear you. I don't feel qualified, but let's give this a shot. And so I started writing. And um, one day I just, I just prayed and I just said, Lord, if this is truly what you want me to do like with my life and if this is your call, you're calling for me, then give me a sign. And I was laughing. I was like, and it needs to be very direct because usually <laughs> it just goes right over my head. And I was laughing because I was thinking I was driving at the time when I was picturing a book, like falling from the sky and hitting my car. Like it was, that's how ridiculous it would need to be. <laughs> and so to make a long story short, like later that day, a stranger approached me and told me that I was going to write a book. And it was such a God <laughs> moment that, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the first time like God has like directly spoken to me. And I was like, I hear you, Lord, like I'm on it, like I will push forward. (laughs) So that's kind of how that's kind of how the story of my faith and the book was born. Um, And it just seems from there, things just started falling into place and the path was just laid out before me. Um, I was one of the tougher parts of writing it was finding the illustrations, because I knew. I'm like really picky. And I knew that I wanted a certain look. I wanted, mm-hmm. to have, you know, like a retro vintage, like feel good, um, whimsical feel to it. And um, I probably I don't even know how many um, illustrators I interviewed, but there was a lot. And <laughs> Finally, I found this one that I thought was very talented, but she only did like adult illustrations. It was like adult characters. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to reach out to her because I really like her style. And I did. I emailed her and I just said, I see that you do more of like adult characters, but I think you have a lot of talent. Would you ever be interested in working on a children's book together? And um, she emailed me back within like a couple hours and she was like, oh my gosh, she was like, I... Because I sent her the script of the book and she's like, I'm a new Christian and I've just been praying to the Lord that He would team me up. Yeah, team me up with a Christian artist to work with on a project. And I really want to grow my faith. And I really feel like this is, you know, God just tying us together. And that was another really um, cool moment in the project, too. So I felt like God really had His hand in it throughout the whole project.
0: Yeah. And what do your kids think of the book?
1: They love it. They're older now. Um, my kids are 11, 9, and um, my youngest just turned 6. But um, they all love it. Even my 11-year-old, she's like, this is so beautiful, Mama.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, it's a good a good test if your kids will listen to your books. <laughs> yes. We have a built-in yes. market when we write for our kids. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> that makes market research really easy. Yep. And then... So the book is available for pre-order and yes. when are you launching it?
1: So the plan is to launch it right around Black Friday. Um, it's available available for pre-order on my website right now. And um, we're going to be doing some fun things leading up to the launch week, some giveaways and um, just some fun activities. I have some supplemental worksheets that go along with it, which is kind of fun. So. Um, Kind of for reading, comprehension, and just some, some activities for the younger kids that kind of celebrate who they are. Um, I've I've tried I tried to include like a lot of different cultures and abilities and different types of people in the book so that you know everyone feels included in those kind of worksheets are really cool because it kind of just ties it all together. Um mm-hmm. and then there's uh there's a couple worksheets for older kids so that like the whole family can be included. They're kind of, they're faith-based. And then there's the last thing is a game that you it's like a dice game you can play after you read. It's kind of fun just to get oh, fun. Yeah. Just to get the kids. Cause my passion is, um, getting kids to be passionate about reading. Cause reading is, I think it's an essential life skill and it's so important for kids to want to read. And so I'm kind of trying, I try to tie that in with my faith as I'm writing. So
0: Cool. And so if people want to be part of that, because this, my plan is to air this episode before Black Friday. So how can the moms get connected with you so that they're part of all that fun stuff you're doing?
1: Yeah. So if they pre-order through um, my website, I will send them that supplemental um, workbook that goes along with it before Black Friday.
0: Okay. Yeah. And we'll put the website in the link. It's, I don't remember. What's the website?
1: It's um, abbycreativeco.com.
0: Okay. Um, so abbycreativeco.com, A-B-B-E-Y creativeco.com. And that link will be in the show notes. Um, Correct. That's a really cool, like such variety of things that you put with the book. Um, And I love that because then it's easier to bring not only the value of reading, but like what did they read about and what did the story mean to them into the rest of your life instead of only when we sit down and read. Yes.
1: Yep. That was kind of the goal. I just want it to be a fun experience, kind of engaging for the kids so that
0: they enjoy reading it. You also raise English roses. How do you have... (laughs) This seems like a big jump to me, because I guess because I've written books, and there's no way that I think I could raise roses,
1: <laughs> yes, so okay, so I work part- time. I work in a uh, a marketing job part time, and it's just Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And while, I'm like really grateful for the opportunity, it's um it's not my it's not my passion. So I found myself. Uh, My passion is like um, gardening, flower farming, and writing. So um, on my days off, I spend a lot of time out on the farm. Uh, We live on 15 acres and um, have about two acres of flowers. So I do mostly English roses and peonies, um, but I do flowers from seed as well. So um, that's kind of my fun job. We do, you know, we do farmer's markets and events like weddings and stuff, but most of those are on the weekends. So it's not too bad. I, I, and I work from home, so I have a lot of time at home to, um, you know, there's no commute, commuting or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I just fit it in cause it's my passion. I love, mm-hmm. I love English roses and it's just another way to appreciate God's beauty and, um, actually a lot of my inspiration for my illustrations came from my flower farm. You'll see a lot of flowers in the book and it's just part of who I am. And, um, it, they're too beautiful not to include in the book. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So is that something you grew up knowing how to take yeah, care and- of roses and flowers? And-
1: yeah. So, um, my grandma, um, who's now passed away was, you know, my best friend and she, um, taught me to garden and she's from the South. So she always had huge, lavish, beautiful gardens, English style gardens. And obviously then my mom learned from her. And so it was kind of a thing we all did, um, since I was a kid, like I would help her out in her garden and we would go to the plant store. And it's just a really, it was just started as a really fun thing to do with her and a fun memory of her. And then as I got older, I really got into the science behind it and how to, grow in certain conditions, um, you know, how to kind of clone, how to, I just got really into actually growing and tending the plants. And then, um, I've always loved English roses. Um, David Austin are, and those are my favorite, but Minnesota is not known for growing roses. So it's tough, but, um, it's re- so rewarding and it's so fun to be able to, do something that you didn't think you could do and um, kind of just, like I said, enjoy the the skills and the beauty that God has given us to
0: enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoy gardening. I am still learning <laughs> to be yeah, good at gardening. It's but, hard. Yeah, it's very hard. so many, so many lessons out there, like... It just, you know, and like Jesus used so many farming examples when he taught. So yeah. I just feel like being out there with the plants and the weeds and lots of yeah, weeds. Like, <laughs> yes. Lots of weeds. And, you know, it's just such accurate picture of life yeah. and so many lessons out there. So I love it too. Well,
1: Even it. motherhood too. It's like, you know, you give so much of yourself to your children and you don't really have time for yourself. And this is the, the one thing that I, you know, I do so many things for other people and so many things because I need to, but this is because I want to, it's just something I truly enjoy. And that makes it not seem like work, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's great that you have that. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Probably makes it a little bit easier that, like, oh, it is something that needs to be done, and I happen to really like it,
1: <laughs> yes, and you know, with everything in life, there's a season for everything. So if you know I you can pick it back up when you want, if it's if I'm having a busy day or a busy week, it's like I'll see you in a couple of days, you know,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: it's it's a stress reliever, too, just to be out there,
0: yeah, definitely be out in his creation and yeah, the beauty for sure. What was the name of the book again?
1: It's Wonderful, Marvelous, Magnificent
0: You. And it'll be coming out. Well, it's available for pre-order now, but it's coming out very soon. And that's just so exciting that there's another book that you can sit and read with your kids, um, biblically affirming, helping them get to know Jesus in their day-to-day life, helping them connect with Who they are and they're valuable because our culture is such a confusing, often discouraging place that they're growing up in, but they don't have to take part in that and have to be subject to that.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Uh, So thank you for coming on and sharing today, Abby. It was great to get to meet you and wish you all the best on your book.
1: Thank you so much. It was nice meeting you and thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up podcast. I'm blessed to have you here. If you'd like to continue the conversation, you can join us in the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up Facebook community when you're ready for more support. I have the Heart Doodling with Jesus monthly membership, periodic group coaching, and one-on-one personalized coaching as well. Thank you so much for being here, and we will see you next time.